Recording in progress. Okay, we're in the middle of Chav Gimel and Aleph. We're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines into the page. Rav Yishmael bar Rav Yoisi. The Gemara was listing <coughs> um, unique forms of charata, unique forms of a, of a Pesach for Nadarim. That a lot of the Pesach for Nadarim is, if you anticipated this, would you have done this? And the answer is no. So the Gemara had a couple stories. And the stories are that there are these very, very wise Tamid Chachamim, that whenever the other Rabbonim offered them, did you do this, did you do this, did you do this, did you anticipate this, he always said yes, yes, yes. And it was getting the Rabbonim frustrated. When he saw the Rabbonim get frustrated, he said, well, if I knew that the Rabbonim were frustrated, I wouldn't have done it, and that was the Pesach. So the Gemara says the following story, along with that lines. The Gemara says, Rabbi Shmuel Barav Yoisi, Havali Nidra, Rabbi Shmuel Barav Yoisi had another. Lemishra, and he wanted it to be Mater Nadarim. So he goes in front of the Rabbanah. So they said, Did, what if, you know, if you knew this, would you have done it? Yeah, I thought it out. Meaning, again, the point of a Heter for a Pesach is, did you anticipate this? Did you anticipate this? He said, yeah, I anticipated everything. Yes. He's constantly saying the same thing. So the Gemara says that the Rabbanah were getting frustrated. And there was a launderer. Someone who does laundry for a living, a laundromat owner, the Messiah he hit Rabbi Shmuel with like a like a, it sounds like a sprinkler. He hit him with a you know he took something and hit him. Because he was he saw that Rabbi Shmuel was it was uh, was um, frustrating the Rabbanim. Yeah. Yes, the washing guy just said, "Stop bothering Rabbanim," and he hit him. So the Gemara says, "Amradai did the machli kitzel le'nadri." So Rabbi Shmuel said. Had, had I known that I would be hit by the guy, I wouldn't have done this. So, Bishari Lenafshe, and he was Matar his own nether. So, huh? It's interesting. So, the Gemara has the following question. Okay, I get it. I Meaning, I didn't, if I knew that my nether would get such an argument that I'd be hit, I wouldn't have done it. Okay. So, the problem is like this. Here's the interesting part. When you do Atar Sadaram, so I mentioned the example yesterday, I think I mentioned the example is, uh, you got married, and then you, you, um, you, uh, you found out that your spouse, you're Makbed on Chal Yisrael, and you found out your spouse is not, and you know, if you knew, you would, you know, that's, that's a good Pesach. Um, so people think in, in their minds that a Pesach, you know, like crazy change, like crazy unforeseen circumstances is a good Pesach. It's actually not. A Pesach has to be something that you could have plausibly thought about. And had I known at the time that this was going to happen, I wouldn't have done it. Something that at the time you couldn't have dreamed of. Like I'll give you an example. Let's say you had a, a certain nether, yeah? And then COVID happened. And because of COVID, you couldn't go outdoors, <laughs> That's not going to be a good Pesach. Somebody like, had you known there would be a pandemic? Because it was basically unprecedented. Something that's so outlandish, you couldn't have even thought of. We can't say, had you known. I, I wouldn't have, meaning, had I known this would happen, I wouldn't have done it. So I would think the more crazy, the better. The answer is, it has to be something that you could have anticipated. You just didn't think it was going to happen. It's very plausible. So if you knew this would happen, you wouldn't have done it. Something that's mamish, like beyond outlandish, like you wouldn't have thought such a thing. That that's not a good header, because that's that's not you, you, at the at the time it wasn't even a possibility. So, the, so well, well, no. The answer is there are certain things that are more plausible. So the Gemara wants to know: being hit by a laundry guy, 
Like, that's so outlandish. How could he have thought at the time? So the kasha is, yeah, so, so the question is, how could this be a legitimate form of a Pesach? So the Gemara says, <clears throat> so the Gemara says like this, yeah, yeah, fine. Meaning, so the Gemara says, the answer is, people that get upset at Rabbanim and hit Rabbanim is also crazy. <laughs> Meaning, it's not so outlandish for someone to to be angry. First of all, for him to anger Rabbanim is not so outlandish. And for someone to hit him is not so outlandish. And for someone to defend the Rabbanim is not so outlandish. While, yes, he didn't anticipate that specific permutation of it, the concept is not so crazy. The concept of an argument erupting in a shul, unfortunately, is not such a crazy, you know. Even that, it's not so crazy. It's not, it's not annoyed. It's not, yeah, but he was angering the other Rabbanim. So you can see why someone who's devoted to one. God forbid. That wasn't that wasn't a big fight. That was just an argument between a, that was an <laughs> argument between a gabay and a Valkyra. That so wasn't. What are we saying? A, are we saying that if it's more outlandish, it's okay, or it's not more outlandish? It's not a good form of a pesach. Yeah, it's not a good. Form it's not a good form of a pesach. It has to be something it's that not so outlandish is okay. Yeah, I mean, it has to be something that you could have plausibly in your mind could have happened. You just didn't anticipate it at the time. But had I anticipated, I wouldn't have done it. But something that I couldn't have even anticipated. That's a change that developed now. You see, a lot of the heterim, you see, the concept of a heter is that we're going back to the time of the nether and we're saying that it was done under false pretenses. So it has to be something that at the time I could have anticipated. I mean, it could have happened. I just didn't anticipate it happening. But something I couldn't even anticipate happening, that's sort of like a future change as opposed to change that stems from back then. Again, in Lumdis, it's a little bit hard to understand. So that, that, that's the concept. And we'll get to this. This is a concept later on. This is in Daf Samach uh, Dalet. That's where the sugi is. So the Gemara says like this. An interesting, interesting Gemara. The Gemara says, Debisu da Abaya, Havaleahi Barda. Abaya married a woman who had a daughter. It was the second marriage, her second marriage, and she already had a daughter. So it's a stepdaughter. Huamar Lekrivoy. He wanted to marry off this stepdaughter to his cousin, his family. And he, Amra Lekriva, but she wanted to marry it off to her family. Right, to cousins. Either her cousins or his cousins. There was a machlaikist in Abai and his wife who the daughter should marry. So the Gemara says, Amr la titzra hanasi alach yavris adayiti min sabach lekrivach. So Abaya said to her, you're usher to me, meaning you can't benefit from me if you marry her off to your side of the family. Okay? Ozlov avra adayiti. She didn't listen to him and she still did it. The insavalakriva and she married her off to her family. So the problem is now she's also to him. Right? Okay. So wanted a a heter. So Asla Kamatur of Yosef, Sabaya goes to Rav Yosef. Amarle, Ilu Haviyadis, the Avris Al Daitehu Minsavala Krivami Adarta. Would you have made the nether if you knew she wouldn't listen to you? Meaning the Pesach Rav Yosef was doing for her is like this. Your whole nether was to prevent her. When you it was a threat. You didn't actually want to answer her. You were hoping that the threat would stop. If you knew that she would just and plow, yeah, if you knew that she would just plow through that threat, would you then have answered it post fact? Would you want her answered? Mm-hmm. No. 
You don't actually want her usher. You were just hoping that that threat was enough to stop her. But if you knew that she was just going to plow through that 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 threat and and marry her off anyway, would you have made the nether? He says no. So if you were married long enough, you would know that she would have plowed through. <laughs> well, it was a second marriage. And it's a buyer. So the Gemara says, "So Amar Leloi Bishariya Rav Yosef." So Rav Yosef was mater nether. That, that's a fascinating thing. Your mater nether when your mater nether when he made the nether. Saying if A happens, then B is the result. A happened, and we're saying that B should not be the result because you only did it as a threat. So the Gemara says, "Umi shari kai gafna." Is that a legitimate form of hatar sadarim? Like, where do we find hatar sadarim where you're being mater what you said would happen if it happened, and it happened? So the Gemara says, "In no, it's a legitimate form of hatar sadarim. I'll prove it to you." Vatanya The story goes that one person hideris ishtoi milalis the regal. There was a person who didn't want his wife to go oil regal. Okay? So he made a nether. If you oil regal, you're awesome to me. The overall daita. She didn't listen. She went. So, ball of of They went in front of Yaisi. If you knew that the threat wouldn't work, would you have done it? I'm a lie. No. So he says, okay, Vitira Yosef. So it's a fascinating thing. It's that Hatar Sadaram is you have to get into the, the 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 crux of what was the desired, what was the desired result. From a biased perspective, the desired result was not asking his wife. He never actually wanted to ask his wife. He wanted that that threat would work. Once he once he, if he would know at the time that the threat wouldn't work, he would not have done it. That's the difference. He's not interested. And it's not exactly a motivational. The Ran has a whole arichas. Why isn't this considered a mo- motivational nether, which you don't even need Atar Sadarim for? This is not motivational. It's not motivational nether. You don't need Atar Sadarim at all because motivational nether, you never meant it at all. That was just purely just business. Over here, he meant it at the time as a threat. But if he knew that she would plow through the threat, he would not have actually done it. It's a very... Again, it's it's in Lamdis. It's something you have to be misbinded. It's something you have to think about. It's a very interesting. Okay, because you also ask him, did you know your wife well enough to know that she would? Well, know? that's also that's very interesting. Because according to this, it's a whole opening into a lot of nidarim. Because a lot of nidarim are threat based, right? That's that's you know, if you do this, I'm not going to make another. Now you have to, and then the person plows through. You have to sort of ask the person. Now there are some people that it's not just a threat. They. they they threatened, and they wanted to go with that threat. Meaning if Abaya, it's very possible that when Rabbi Yosef asked Abaya, if you knew she was going to plow through your threat, would you make it anyway? I could have seen Abaya said, absolutely. I, I wanted her to know that I'm serious about it, and she should know that if she, if she doesn't listen to me, there are, there are consequences. I could have totally seen Abaya saying that. But Abaya didn't say that. Abaya, it was a pure threat in order to motivate her not to, to, to listen it's, to him. Isn't that like saying we're going to get divorced? Well, no, I, I, what do you mean? Because if she's not allowed to him, Oh, no, no, 100%. Yes, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We talked about this for 30 days, more than 30 days. You're right. It would cause major problems to the marriage if the nether would be valid. Correct, 100%. But it but would it be valid if he thought that she would. Correct. Yeah, 100%. But Abaya, so that's the thing. It's a very interesting Pesach. It's not something we would have thought of. We started off with Rabbi Shmuel by Rabbi Yossi, and he's like, he's kind of... Oh, he was also that one. Wasn't Rabbi Shmuel by Rabbi Yossi the one that also talked about this when it comes to these sugyas? I don't remember. Rabbi Yossi at the end, like... Oh, it's interesting. So he's like, he knows how his father's going to... Oh, that is interesting, too. Oh, that is interesting. That is interesting that Rabbi Shmuel by Rabbi Yossi was the one who gave an interesting Pesach for himself. A little unforeseen circumstance. And Rabbi Yossi was also the one... It's interesting they had a... Maybe he picked it up from his dad. Um, okay, now, in the first Mishnah of this parak, we talked about Nidbrei Zeruzin. 
Nidre is a root in our. Do you think people make Nidre today like, like they talk like I think we curse today. I think that's what we do. I don't think we. Uh, I don't think we mean the dharma. I think when people are angry, they curse at each other. Is that I, the same thing? No, I'm saying I think we have other ways of venting our frustration nowadays. I think that back then, that was probably when they were frustrated, they didn't, you know, give each other the finger. They probably just made the dharma. Nowadays, we have other ways of of uh, of venting our frustration. I think that's what it is. I don't know, but I made that up at the time. I have no idea. So the Mishnah said like this. The Mishnah listed there were four nidarim that are not valid. We only are, have discussed the first one. We haven't gotten to the next three. Those are the future Mishnahis. The first one is called Nidre Zeruzim. Nidre Zeruzim is a motivational nether. So the example the Mishnah gave was that I'm selling you something for $4. I want $4. You only want to pay 2 I say, I swear I'm not taking all money I get less than 4 I'm not accepting. You say, I'm not accepting the item if I pay more than 2 So we say, we both really wanted 3 at the time. I didn't really mean to assert if it's four, less than four. You didn't really mean to assert if it's more than two. It was purely negotiation. Another example, meaning the, the entire nether itself was, it's similar to Abaya's case. It's a pure, you didn't actually want the result. It was motivation. At the time, you didn't actually want it. It was pure talk. It was just like, not just threats, it was motivation. So the mission gives another example. Let's say I want to get you to eat by me. So, Yomer Lo, Kol, um, meaning, and I want to make a nether to get you to eat by me, but I don't want it to actually be like a, you know, like an actual nether. So I say, Kol nether, Shani Lidar, who bottle. So what I should say is, any nether I'm about to say is not a real nether, then I make the threat. Okay? As long as I remember at the time that I made this proclamation, so basically, if I'm going to make a threat to you, and I want it to be a not good nether, I want it to be a motivational nether, before I threaten you, like, if you don't eat by me, then I swear, blah, 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 I should just proclaim, I'm just going to be like, every nether I'm about to say is fake. Hey. How long? Well, okay, so there's a couple problems here. First of all... Is this like saying blue nether? It's like saying blue nether, but there's a couple issues here. First of all, if I say... Before I threaten Gavin, if I say every nether I'm about to say is fake, and then I threaten you with another, oh, okay. uh, you're not stupid. Okay, first of all, that's problem number one. Number two, if it's a motivational nether, I shouldn't have to proclaim this. Motivational nedarim are not valid by themselves. So if there's, if it's clear from my nether that it was purely motivational to get you to eat by me, and I'm not actually interested in, in, in making a nether. How do you know this is Well, no, so you'd have to see from the context, but if it's clear from the context, no, no, that, that could be one answer, but if it's clear from the context, you have to know the situation, but if it's clear from the context that it's purely motivational, then, I don't get it, you're right, I don't know how it would be clear. So the Gemara asks this kasha, the Gemara says, If I tell somebody, Every nether I'm about to say is not is not a real nether, and then I make a nether against you. It's not going to work. You can't do it. That's stupid. If you verbalize, go to the next page. If you verbalize, every nether you're going to say Wait, is you're fake. Verbalizing it to him, or you are you saying it out loud? If you're saying it out loud, yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I learned the mission. I was like, well, don't say it in front of the guy. But the gemara is assuming is that once you proclaim it out loud, it'll it'll eventually get back to him because that's just how people people talk. So the question is, if you verbalize that every nether you're going to make is not a real nether, then then you're cutting yourself off the knees. So the gemara says the truth is. The Mishnah actually is telling you two halachas. The Mishnah is actually telling you two halachas. Number one. Number one is... Yeah. Yeah, so number one is... 
here, I'll describe how they describe it in the back. So number one halacha is that if I'm pressuring, if, I'm, uh, if I make a nether to avoid eating at someone's house, it's purely motivational and it's not a good nether. So let me see if they have a... Um, yeah, so the Gemara says... Um, here. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, the cases, uh, I guess the cases where I want you to eat by me, and you say absolutely not, and you say, I swear that if I eat by you, blah, 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 is going to happen. It, you're not actually interested in making another, it's motivational. So if it's purely motivational, it's not considered a valid nether, right off the bat. That's halacha number one. Okay, so fine. So halacha number one, yeah, uh, they invite you to dine with him. Okay, meaning, I want you to eat by me, you don't want to eat by me, and I make a nether to threaten you to eat by me. It's very clear that I'm just interested in pressuring you to eat by me. I'm not actually interested in making said nether. It's just, it's a motivational nether, not a good nether. That's halacha number one. Halacha number two is, um, number two is a separate halacha, and that is, if you want to make nedarim throughout the year, but you don't want them to be valid, Meaning you're afraid that you're going to make Nadarim throughout the year. And you don't want to be over Nadarim. So what you do is, Yamid Rosh Hashanah. So on Rosh Hashanah of Yomer, you should say, Kol Nedr Shani Yasalidi Yibatl. Every nether I make is going to be bottle. This is like Kol Nidre, Hatar Sadarim. I don't know about that. Hatar Sadarim, maybe not. This is the cold. This is Kol Nidre. We say get up. Yeah, but I, but 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 it could be that it's still listen. Even though there is Kol Nidre, we still do Atar Sadarim. It's it's hard to know. It's hard to know what's ceremonial and it's hard to know what's valid. Right? We say every every Rosh Hashanah, every nether I'm going to make this year's bottle, and yet if you made another, I would make you do Atar Sadarim. So I, I don't know what's considered. It's it's hard to know exactly how it's bounding, huh? Yeah. So the mission is actually two things. The mission is saying you another one is an example of a motivational nether, and that's when it comes to dining by someone's house. But that's pretty whatever. You're right. It's 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 poshit. Number two is that if you want to make another, and this is not clear from the mission, this is like missing from the mission to add it in, and that's actually an interesting point you have to remember in, in two minutes. If you want to make nadarim throughout, if you're, not you want to make, you're afraid that you'll make nadarim throughout the year and you don't want them to stick, so then just make a proclamation on Rosh Hashanah, every nether I make this year is batal, and it will be batal, uvavad, shihizachar b'shasa nether. As long as you remember the proclamation when you make the nether, it's batal. Is that, go for uh, other things also? I'll give you an example. Just something that I thought about. Do, do you guys say um, a, a bracha when you pay t- for in talit katan? We make a bracha. On talit katan. Well, uh, single people do, not married people. Okay, so no. Okay, so what, what? So you have to have in mind when you're putting in talit gadol to have you'd say on the um. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're asking how long so the no, mindset I mean, can go for? Once. You should have in. You should have in mind. Yeah, no, 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 no. Pashas doesn't work like that. Pashas doesn't work like that. Usually when it comes to mindset, it only works for that day. You can't just say, like, oh, I'm, I'm having minds. Mitzvah uh, Shuch for the rest of the year. Pashas not. Uh, this is a, a, a specific thing by Nedarim. Now, that's what I would, I, would, I would assume. Now, what's interesting about this, I just want to make this point clear because I didn't make it clear before. If I say on Rosh Hashanah, all my Nedarim that I'm going to make are bottle, it's valid and all the Nedarim are nullified. As long as you remember the proclamation when you make the nether. So three months into the year, I make a nether not to eat someone's uh, food. It's, it's bottle as long as at the time I remember my proclamation. So the Gemara is saying, isn't it the opposite? If you remember the proclamation, 
and you still do it anyway, isn't that more of a sign that you're trying to override the proclamation? Meaning, which is more of a neder? If I remember that I made the proclamation at the time, or if I didn't remember? The Gemara is saying, well, if you remember at the time, then it's nullified. It should be the opposite. If I remember at the time that all my nedarim are, are batel, and I'm like, I'm going through, I'm still going anyway, then either of it, it shows that I'm trying to override that, and I want it to stick. No, no, just stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that, that's how you could look at it. Well, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, e zachar, the Gemara goes with the, the, the other approach, which is that if you remember at the time that you made a proclamation and you're still making another, isn't that your way of overriding that nullification and you want it to stick. You're like, it's like someone taps you at the time. You're about to make another. Didn't you nullify all his arm? I don't care. I'm going. I'm still going. So it kind of sounds like Adarabha, then it is a good nether. So Gemara says, V'kayim le'nidre. So Amar Abayah, so two answers. Abayah says, Tanil v'achaloi he'zachar b'shas another. So Abayah says, change it. So that it's only nullified if you don't remember. Meaning, if you remember at the time and you still make the nether, then it's a valid nether. If you don't remember at the time, then it's nullified. Okay, so that's answer number one. Rav Ash, who's this? Rav Ashi? Rava says, Rava says, no, no, no. You misunderstood the case. The case is like this. Meaning, we thought the case was that on Rosh Hashanah, you just said, every nether I make this year is nullified. And then any nether that you made that year, if you remember at the time, then it's a good nether, if not, not. So he says, it's hard to understand. So Rava says, that's not the case. The case is as follows. Hisna Rosh Hashanah. On Rosh Hashanah, you made... A, you made a, a, a statement that all nadharma are going to be nullified. Not all nadharma, but all nadharma in a certain category. Let's say you said, all nadharma regarding food is going to be nullified. That's what you said. Now, and the problem is, over time, you forgot which nadharma you listed. You don't remember, did I list? Like Again, on Rosh Hashanah, you said, all nadharma that are related to cemeteries are going to be nullified. And then throughout the year, you forgot which caveat you said. You forgot which category of nadarim you meant to nullify. And now you're making a nether. So, and you're making the nether. So here's the deal. So I forgot if I, I have two categories. I have cemeteries and food. I don't know, whatever. So I said at the time that all nadarim of cemeteries are going to be nullified. The problem is throughout the year I don't remember. I don't remember if I said the food or the cemeteries. So at the time, three months in, I'm making a nether regarding cemeteries. I don't remember if it's this one. So if I, at the time of the nether, I say, I'm making a nether, but I want to keep that stipulation going. Meaning, if that stipulation nullified, if what I said was cemeteries, and I'm saying cemeteries now, then it's out. So then it's nullified. But if I, if I don't remember at the time, and I don't say that I want to keep that nether going, then it's not a good nether. So when he says, if you remember at the time, what it means is, the situation is, I don't remember which category it is. So I'm about to make a nether, but I want to keep that stipulation going. So I'm saying, I say to myself like this, I'm about to make a nether regarding cemeteries. I don't remember if I nullified it initially. So when I make this nether, I want to keep that stipulation going. Meaning, in other words, if that stipulation was about cemeteries that it's nullified, then it's nullified. If it wasn't about cemeteries, then it's not nullified. So... It's true, but I, I guess if you could figure it out, whatever it is. The point is, it's a little bit t- tricky. It is. But look at Rashi. Rashi says, Lidar, 
Every nether tonight at the time you knew at the time, obviously, you knew what, what things come up. You knew that it was cemeteries, food, whatever it is. Well Daskin Hisna, Bishum Shachmash Hisna, but then the problem is then you forgot. You forgot which categories you had in mind at the time. Says Rashi, Hasha Kanoder, Izacha Bishasa Nether, Shehisnavalo Yadashibishul Ise Nether Nami Hisna, Vamardas Rishanani Noider, Shleb Makuyam, Kamajas Nasi Love, Nidri Les Mashasha. Meaning if at the time of the nether you say, Listen, I'm about to make a nether, I don't remember if this was in the category that's gonna be good or not. So I wanna keep that stipulation going. So if this category falls under the category you had in mind, then it's nullified. If not, not. Rashi says, But let's say you just make a stipulate, you make a nether three months later and you don't mention the Rosh Hashanah stipulation at all, then it's a valid nether. How would you know? I guess you'd have to figure it out later. It's a good point. I I guess you'd have to get witnesses, maybe someone comes forward, whatever it is. Because it could be, because it actually makes sense. On Rosh Hashanah, you made a deal that you're not going to make Nadarim about cemeteries. So you're very so three months later you make a nether and you're like, listen, I want to keep that Rosh Hashanah thing going. I don't remember. I'm about to make a nether about cemeteries. I don't remember if Rosh Hashanah was about that or not. So I'm making a nether, but I want to keep that going. So if that was about cemeteries, it's null. If it's not about cemeteries, then it's valid. So so it, 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 I I could see why someone would do this. I don't know. That's not the craziest thing we've had so far. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. Now, one last little bit of the Gemara. So. If you, just just to remind you, the Mishnah said, the Mishnah said two lines that we said were a little bit unclear. So the Gemara said, The Mishnah is really talking about two cases. One is that if you make a nether to have your friend eat by you, it's motivational. And then secondly, completely new statement, that if on Erev Rosh Hashanah, you make a nether, you want all your nadarim to be null and void, you can make a stipulation on Rosh Hashanah that all your nadarim are null and void. Now that was not clear from the Mishnah, but that was like deduced from the Mishnah. But that's, by the way, a huge heter, if you think about it, right? That you can make a stipulation on Rosh Hashanah that everything is null and void. That's a pretty big, that's a pretty big deal. But again, it's deduced from the Mishnah, not clear from the Mishnah. So the Gemara says the following story. Rav Huna Bar Chinnah wanted to get up and give a shear and to publicly state this Eitzah. And that is every Roshana, you should get up and say all your Nadarim are, are null and void. He wanted to do that. Well, yeah, but he wanted to do this publicly. So the Gemara says, Amr Rava, Tana Bepirka. So Rava said, the Tana of the Mishnah was specific. It's interesting. A lot of times on Mishnayis, when it's written funny and then we say you have to add some words, we I just thought it was done accidental, meaning it was not written properly. Whatever, over time we lost. He says, no, the Tana was specific that he did not specify and write this clearly, this heter. We had to figure it out from Kashas, Chasur, And why did the Tana not clearly delineate that you could do the stipulation? On Rosh Hashanah, the Tana clearly did not stipulate because the Tana did not want everyone just making the darm left and right. Meaning, if you tell a public couple thousand people, "Hey, as long as you stipulate Rosh Hashanah, you're good to go," you know what's going to happen? Every left and right, people are going to make the darm left and right because they know it's not valid anyway. So Rava wanted to darshan it publicly, and the Gemara says the Tana of the Mishnah specifically on purpose left it out, and you want to publicly darshan this way? No good. So you got to keep it private. Someone asks you a kasha, that's one thing. They ask you a psak, that's one thing, but to darshan it publicly is not something that we're going to prepare to do. I will stop here. Sure,
It's interesting. I never thought about that. Recording stopped.